0: You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through, laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories, probably of my neighbors, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. I'm so excited for today's episode because I'm hoping it'll help me get better at building some relationships because we all know I'm really not that great at that. And I really suck at dating. But today's guest is here to help me and hopefully land a date, a mate and maybe a baby in the near future. Well, we'll see. He's the head of brand at Chappie, the gay dating and friendship app with no pressure, because Lord knows I put enough of that on myself already. Chappie is Bumble's brother app, and their co-founder seems to be doing something right because he walked in here with a ring on his finger. Please welcome <laughs> Sam Dumas. Hi, hi, so how are here. you? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. you know, welcome you don't to suck Los Angeles, at dating, by the way. I, There's no way. I think I saw. I definitely suck at picking. Well, it can be challenging, but you can't say that. You have to just come on. And I'm going to put that on my vision board. I'll help. And I'm great. I'll yeah. put a baby on there and like a Hemsworth <laughs> brother. There you go. Well, welcome, Sam. Thank you so much. Okay. So before we dive deep, you have to answer my icebreaker questions. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. First one, where did you grow up and grew- where do you currently live? I grew up in Worcester,
1: Massachusetts. Worcester. Mm. Um, I, I got rid of the accent a long, long time ago. You can probably catch it if I'm drinking, but, um, <laughs> and I currently live in New York City, the West Village.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Westcoast. Thank you.
1: What's one word your mother would use to describe you? One word, my mother. Uh, well, two actually. When I was growing up, I was uh, referred to as the common denominator. I have two older brothers, and somehow I was just always in the middle of every argument conversation. I couldn't shut up, so uh, they labeled me as the common denominator, which was not a positive label, I will say. <laughs> and I, I've, I've over the years shed it a bit, but it probably still exists when I go back home.
0: Yeah. Uh, give me a fun fact. What's thing? What's one thing people would not expect about you?
1: not expect i mean i'm a pretty open guy so um one thing i have a gay brother one of my okay yeah, yeah yeah so it's one big gay family and then the the oldest brother zach he we we refer to him as our honorary gay brother so uh <laughs> yeah it's it's really lovely you know he i came out a bit before so that certainly had um came along with its conversations if you will but yeah it's really great we have a, a really open loving gay family i love and, yeah, it i wouldn't have it any other way uh, what is your drink of choice? Uh, anything vodka related, but probably just a vodka on the rocks. I'm a pretty simple guy when it comes to drinking. I do love a cocktail. So yeah, um, I really like it all. A little tequila, a little bourbon, but I'd have to say I'm I'm mostly partial to some vodka.
0: Vodka preference? Kettle. Kettle. Mm-hmm. With a little lemon. Uh, so you're not that Tito's
1: basic bitch. Oh, girl, I'll drink some Tito's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, uh, Tito's is fine. But if I had to choose, I... I think because I like the branding of the Kettle Bottle. To be honest, it's a pretty bottle, and they yeah, have yeah, the yeah. botanicals. I'm but here Tito's for it. is good too. It's I'm all I'm all here for. I it. can't do Tito's. Why? I don't know. See, I I think if we lined up a shot of about seven, different no, vodkas, I can you, tell. I don't believe. You I can
0: them. tell. Well, because I well, I only drink vodka, so I've built a palette, and I normally drink it either like in a chilled martini, um, mm. in a vodka mart, a dry straight martini, straight up with a twist straight up or no dry with a twist okay so there's like very little vermouth Mm -hmm. in it so Mm -hmm. i've built up a palette or i'll just do vodka rocks or sometimes
1: neat how many martinis can you
0: maybe i mean i like to stick to like two okay that's fair that's respectful. if i go if i have any (laughs) more i will not only because like i normally don't like eat much before drinking and then i'll be like lit and then like ordering four rounds mm-hmm. of fries at yeah, well, like that, two in and out yeah that the morning. can happen for sure okay last icebreaker question which is my favorite to ask okay. if you had to be reincarnated oh. as a kardashian oh god which one would it be uh, you know hmm. <laughs> in my head
1: selfishly i think i would want to say kris jenner because she's mm. my favorite however i think if you pulled my friends and my family they would probably say i'm kim Mm, yeah, yeah. Let's just like own it. it. Yeah. Well, she's in school to be a lawyer now, so I guess that's um. She's like changing she's really the world. Like it.
0: people are like giving her so much shit for having to stick the sex tape, and now she's like meeting Listen, at the White House. I'm like, and you that know skins what? Skims line is gonna a little plug for Skims, but that's gonna be some big business. I want some Skims. Me too. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. This week's drink of the week is a White Dry Farm Wines wine. It's my favorite hangover-free wine, and I know it'll be yours, too. So go to dryfarmwines.com slash Zag, Z-A-C-K, Zach, to get yours today. Okay, Sam, talk to me about the Chappie app, because I downloaded it. You did. Have you been using it? I have been using it. Well, first of all, I just re-downloaded it this morning because I took a little dating sabbatical Mm -hmm. and I like deleted all of the apps, did not date, did not have sex, like no intimacy, like nothing for 30 days because I wanted to like take a break and like realign my chakras with like, Mm -hmm. you know, my life. Well. Get back on Chappie. I'm glad in, I, in uh, preparation on. for me being here, you downloaded yes, it Yes, I did just for you.
1: Yeah. So Chappie, um, listen, we're we're really proud of our app. We're a social connection platform that started in dating. Uh, now we expanded into friend finding as well. And, and on Chappie, it's all about finding an authentic connection. So whether you're looking for something casual, something uh, a bit more committed, uh, or looking for a friend, you can you can find it all, and you don't have to worry about a lot of that. Um, bullshit, if you will, that yeah. that comes along with a lot of the other experiences and a lot of the other apps. So we're really proud of it. And, you know, our user base is c- continuing to grow and people are loving it because they just feel like it's a safe, authentic place to find someone that, that shares in their interest and in, in, in is looking for the same thing, which I think is important. So you, you take away that confusion or that awkward moment where you have to match uh, mm-hmm. with someone who's not looking for what you're looking for that can just be upsetting. And, and um, I think maybe that's why you deleted the app or...
0: No, uh, I deleted them because I needed to take a break from dating because okay. I realized that I was using dating as a uh, way to fill a void that I wasn't addressing with, like, my own personal shit. Oh. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a break, like, do some self-work, and then, you know, I will get back on the side. Well, then you're the perfect happy
1: user because you know what you're looking for and you know what you
0: want. So I, kudos to yes. you. But that sometimes, like, scares people off because, like, oh, you know exactly what you want. i Well, like, then well, it's well. not the right guy for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I need to get better at my picker. So, what's the relationship between Bumble and Chappie?
1: So, Bumble and Chappie are uh, both mission based siblings. siblings, exactly. Uh, they're our older, older wiser sibling. Um, no, but we, we're both mission based apps. So, what that means is, you know, obviously, Bumble has blazed a trail for women and empowering women, and mm-hmm. Chappie is doing the same for, for gay men in, in our community. And uh, we both have the same security and moderation. Features and and really rely on this idea that you should be dating in a judgment free, authentic zone so that you can match with people who have like minded intentions and you're free of all of that uh, online behavior that can really be so damaging to. To who you are and, and your pursuit to find a connection or love or whatever you're looking for.
0: So most gay dating apps are like hookup apps and everyone's just there yeah. to like trade naked pictures or like that's the That's the, that's uh, the connotation. Sure. Yeah, that's Correct. the stigma. Yep. So how is Chappie different from all the other, you know, hookup dating apps for gay guys? Yeah, so I
1: think what's what's important to mention is that Chappie is not an anti-hookup app. Okay. It's not, we are not, our goal is not to say that sex is bad or yeah. that even casual sex Abstinence, is bad.
0: it prevents pregnancy, well, Sam. It, did you it, hear that? It, mm-hmm. I read an article yeah, about it. I have to at keep, church. I have to remember that. Okay. <laughs> oh God.
1: Um, no, but it's you know we are not a an uptight app that's saying that you shouldn't have um, sex, or you shouldn't have fun. What what yeah. we're trying to promote is that if you are authentically yourself and you are uh, bringing your best foot forward in terms of your intentions and uh, matching with people who have like minded intentions, then. Whether you want a date that may lead to sex that night or you're looking for something a bit more long term, you can find everything you need on, yeah. on our app. And I think in comparison, what is often out there, especially when we launched in 2017, was were apps that solely relied on uh, the hookup sex culture where you didn't know the person's name. You didn't see their face. You didn't need to. You didn't want to. Uh, and that felt like the only option. And so what we did is we provided something more. Uh, that people could really attach to, and that they could feel good about, and they could find their partner for right now or or for the future as well.
0: See, and what I like is that Chappie has the option to preset that before going into it. You very I clearly hate,
1: set your intentions. I hate
0: going on an app mm-hmm. and then thinking I'm going to go on a date with somebody, and they're just like, "Oh, I'm just looking for friends." I'm like, "Well, then why are you on a fucking dating?" Well, app? And that's
1: why we very clearly have the modes that we have. um So in dating, we have casual, commitment, and then all dates. So you, there's no confusion around if if i matched with you i would very clearly see what your intention was if you were looking yeah. for something
0: that night or casual whatever that means for i'm for looking the for a you. baby is there an option for <laughs> commitment <laughs> uh but like i don't need to commit to you i just need you to like give me a baby
1: do you have any girlfriends that want to you know donate an egg and you can find a surrogate? you can do it alone you don't need a partner
0: <laughs> <laughs> um maybe yeah i feel like i'd have to pay them a lot
1: you i mean i'll tell you you do i'm i'm I shouldn't actually say this, but I'm.
0: Uh, are you having a baby? Are you no, pregnant? No, no,
1: no, 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 no. I'm not. This oh. is not big news. I'm not. No, 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 not yet. But we, my husband <laughs> and I, are news. certainly in the, uh, I would say, pursuit of knowledge of finding out what this all entails, and it's very expensive, and it's yeah. Um, I think there needs to be more exposure to the fact that it's very, um, it's very limiting in terms of who has access to be able to have a kid in the way that we can. So, um, we're learning more about it, and. Uh, I'll talk about it eventually. Mm, Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Well, when you you are pregnant, please come on the show and break the news for me. (laughs) I will. Uh, So I feel like there – how do you then, like, position yourself on a dating app to let people know that you are kind of interested in dating and not just hooking up, especially in this community? Like, are there certain things that you can put in your profile aside from, like, setting those preferences? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like even then some guys might still – overlap a little
1: mm-hmm. no i think you know th- we get this question a lot i get this question a lot and, and i've i found that the best answer and it's with the most uh transparency it really is to just do your be- make your best effort to showcase who you actually are so you know don't don't put up any walls because you think that you need to present yourself as more masculine or mm-hmm. that you need to pretend that you go out more than you do i think you know your best chance at finding someone that's actually going to be the right guy for you is to to be honest about who you are, and I—that yeah. sounds like a uh, a pretty corny answer, if you will—but it yeah. is genuinely true. Our matches come from people who are authentically themselves. So I would put pictures showing all facets of your lifestyle. So you have this wonderful podcast. Make sure people you know you do that. And then if you spend a lot of time with yeah. your family, just showcase all sides of you. Uh, we're not—we're—we're we're more than one-dimensional people. And I think that oftentimes. Uh, what you can get caught in and, and trapped in in most other apps is just showing a one dimensional view of who you are. And yeah. I think that that can sometimes be limiting in terms of the, the scope of the relationships you can build.
0: Yeah, because like I want somebody to like buy the whole cow, even I if I it. give like a few, you know, milk samples for mm-hmm. free, like Costco on yeah. a weekend. <laughs> you know, I still want them to like, you know, the sample is that you can buy eventually, you know, buy the whole mm-hmm. the whole cattle. Yeah. So. Okay, so let me show you my Chappie profile, yeah, let's, let's and then you it. can t- tell tell okay. me how un- how datable I am. Did you update it before I came in? Um, I did not. Okay. I, well, I I I think it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty. I I mean, I we I talked to um Alex Williamson from Bumble, and she oh, helped me Alex. hook up my Bumble profile. So you can let me know if my Chappie profile. Oh my god. The first person person that comes up is somebody that I actually went on a date with that I invited on this show to talk about afterwards. And then he told me he would never go on a second date with me. No, that was fun.
1: Should I (laughs) swipe right? (laughs) Yeah, please do. Okay. So Zach 26, Mm -hmm. you have your work in education Mm -hmm. or just your work. Well, I don't have an education. Okay, (laughs) I went to community college for a couple years and then be proud. Hustled. Be proud. Well, it got you here. So. Okay, so about you. Professional talker, podcaster, mm-hmm. TV host, and writer with too much to say. I don't think so. Uh, unprofessional all the rest of the time. So that's witty. It's showing your, your comical. Funny. You're yeah. funny. Okay, and there's a little confidence a in there, too. You're a catch. But, sir, is your Instagram linked?
0: Oh, is it not linked? No. I have adorable photos on Instagram. This is like low hanging fruit here. Okay, okay. So I have to link my Instagram you got to link your Instagram. Kay. You have a
1: pretty... And, you know, to be honest with you, I think you have a lot of beautiful face shots, so that's wonderful. But okay.
0: I don't know what you, you like want to do. You want to my ass.
1: I, mm, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you have to, sh- I don't, I don't know what your interests are. There's uh, not, you don't even have a photo of in the studio.
0: Oh, I don't. Mm-mm. These People are some look-
1: easy wins here. Okay. Okay. So the so- Instagram, and then I think showing off your lifestyle,
0: <laughs> your friends, your family. Do you have a dog? Okay. I'm going to take notes. I don't have a dog. <laughs> He's taking notes. I'm going to take notes on this. I don't have a dog. I mean, they're great. I mean, I've thought about a dog. There was like this adorable, like fat um, English bulldog and her Mm -hmm. name was Fatima and I found her online and I wanted to like take her home with me. But then I just. And then you
1: just didn't do it. No. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing, don't I sound like I'll
0: be a perfect parent?
1: You would be. Okay, I could go on and on about this, but the about you section what is often really helpful. So Instagram is the is a is a that's an easy win. Okay, Uh, but in the about you section, you could ask a few questions about what you're looking for, and what that does is that's often an easy icebreaker. So when someone matches with you, they can either answer one of those questions Mm. or uh, it just is a really good conversation starter. Yeah.
0: Okay, questions in the bio, lifestyle pictures, Mm -hmm. link your Instagram because you want them to follow you. (laughs) Yeah right isn't that why yeah exactly (laughs) put link to my podcast and tell them to subscribe
1: i mean you look great with these headphones on and in the studio so i want to see you with yeah i want to see you in your
0: environment i'm just gonna fix as he fixes his hair okay okay those seem like easy easy updates so what would you say is like a really good kind of bio to introduce yourself like loves dogs and walks on the beach i hate walks on the beach yeah i do too and I, I won't like a dog. Well, I grew up with so many dogs, mm-hmm. like like five, like my mom took in every stray animal that like now I'm like, I don't want any animals in my space. I get it.
1: I grew up with two labs and they shed too much. It's like a little break. I a little I'll gay boy. I did not want all the hair over my clothes. Yeah. Did, no, no, no. I wasn't into it. I, I, your, your about you section is great because it's funny. I think okay. you can show your witty side and you're a little sarcastic. I think that's great. Uh, so I think you nailed it there. Um, but you just want to show who you are. You know, if like I said, if you spend a lot of time at work or if you are someone who likes to go out a lot, just just speak to who you are.
0: I don't like to go out a lot.
1: Okay, you're actually getting
0: I'd stay home a lot. But I'm going to the event tonight. I'm going out just for you you there
1: at Rocco's
0: at Rocco's seven to ten. Yes. That's right. Um, What do I normally do? I normally stay home and like work. I work a lot. And then I watch Shameless at night.
1: Okay, I've only watched one season of that show, oh, but it's I was so, into it. Well,
0: the first season's the best, but Dysfunction is
1: nice to watch sometimes. Well,
0: it's, it's funny because they they filmed it in the little town that I grew up in. No, they so, didn't. Yeah, they did, even though it takes place in Chicago, but it's filmed in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. So I'm like, oh my God, that little, you know, ghetto liquor store. We used to go there. <laughs> that's where we come like, I, I recognize that. Yeah. Well, that's funny. There's the mini mart where they sold, like, knockoff Pokemon t-shirts. <laughs> um, no, it's sh- Shameless is good. Um, so I feel like monogamy seems to be like a really big issue in the gay community, Mm -hmm. like, or there's at least this reputation that monogamy isn't something that is common in the gay community. And there are a lot of open relationships. Mm -hmm. Does Chappie help to, um, does it help to decipher whether you want an open relationship or a committed relationship? Or like, how does it help people find genuine relationships. So I think, again,
1: matching based on your intention and looking for men that are, are like-minded in terms of those intentions is is the start of that. So we, we make that really easy. Um, it, touching on monogamy, I feel like there's such a misconception that our community is not looking for a committed relationship. Right. As that relates or attaches to monogamy, that's where I would say that if you have a committed relationship where there's respect and there's kindness and, you know, there's a real desire to be with one another, whether you as a couple decide to be monogamous or whether you want to have fun, that doesn't, that's no one else's business. And that doesn't have any reflection on whether you are committed to each other. Um, But what we have found, and we just released um, our first inaugural Chappie report, is that it really is truly a misconception that uh, queer men are not looking for commitment in mm-hmm. all forms. So whether that's monogamy or commitment in the way that they see it, queer men are looking for that. And yeah. that stigma, we're we're slowly trying to erase that because it's just not true. And there are a lot of different ways to be in a committed, loving relationship.
0: What are some of the other stereotypes that you're trying to break within the community?
1: One of the um, one of the stats that was
0: really not
1: shocking from a point of view that i didn't expect it i think it was shocking to understand how pervasive it was uh this idea that um this reality rather that masculinity is so intrinsically tied to queer men and 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 how they communicate and interact with other men especially online Mm -hmm. um i know for for so including myself i know for the coming out experience you're so focused and so scared, oftentimes, on presenting as too femme or you're not mm-hmm. masculine enough. And to see the the staggering percentages of men that either present themselves falsely as more masculine because they're fearful that, um, because of this idea of femme phobia, for instance, that if they pre- present themselves as who they are and if that is slightly more feminine, that they're not as desirable. Yeah. Um, that was something, again, that wasn't necessarily surprising, but it, it just, you know, the, the whole goal of the report is to highlight. Uh, these issues that are really pervasive. And so that was one that really um, felt personal because I feel like that is such a common uh, thread in in coming out and really just interacting, and communicating, dating uh, in our community, which we have to fix because it's, again, just it's really pervasive. And it's not there is no reason to say that you're more desirable because you're more masculine. That's a very antiquated notion that we're trying to um, trying to dispel
0: do you think that there's like a deeper insecurity that in within gay men that, um, has them seek more masculine men or like, where do you think that that desire to like only date mask men comes from?
1: I think because, um, you know, I think that femininity is attached to weakness. Mm. And I think that's also attached to misogyny. And I think that, you know, the more feminine you, uh, portray yourself as, or just your authentic self, if that, if that is more feminine, I think that culturally and in society for too long, that's been associated with a weakness. And I think, you know, that's what Bumble's um, pr- in pursuit of, you know, empowering women to be authentically themselves and to feel powerful and strong. And, you know, that they're dispelling that notion uh, in a way that has blazed a trail unlike any other. And so we are doing that or, or, or making best efforts to do that within our community because, I think that for too long it's been seen as a weakness and it, it really is, that's crazy.
0: I mean, if you think about it, this community is probably the strongest, like there's some really bad, tough bitches out there because mm-hmm. like you have to put up with all of the insecurities that you're facing, rejection from sometimes your family, sometimes from society. Yeah. And like, I think
1: shame is such a large part of yeah. so many people's experiences in coming out or just living even in the closet. I think it's, um, you know, peeling back those layers of shame, whether yeah. that's shame about to tie what we were just talking to shame that you're too feminine or shame that you're going to be ostrich You know, there's a lot of different layers that as a society, we are working to peel back as a brand. We're working to peel those back by educating people and highlighting the issues that really matter and that are important. And, and for us just to say, this is, you know, 80 plus percent of queer men think X. And so what you're, the notion that you've been fed for decades, it's actually not true. And, um, yeah to to bring that to the forefront is is important because it that
0: that's what will make change. So we're taping this on National Coming Out Day. Yeah. What do you have any advice for any young men that might be listening to this that are maybe struggling with their identity or their sexuality? Like is there anything you wish somebody would have told you when you were younger before <sighs> you came out?
1: Yeah, God, I mean there's so m- I could sit here and talk to you about that for <laughs> days. Um I think I mean, listen, I think that the reality is is that the process to exploring who you are to feeling confident to when you decide that you're comfortable enough to uh, promote who you are to to um come out if you will it's such a personal experience there's no roadmap there's no right time there's no um there's no right way to do it and I wish as a younger adult you know i was um i think I had just turned eighteen when I came out to my parents and and I came from a pretty loving accepting family so you know, my journey, though, it wasn't easy um, in comparison. It, you know, I, I was really lucky to have the support around me that I did. Having said that, though, I was so concerned with what it needed to look like, what I what I how I needed to say I was gay, who I needed to tell at what point in my life did I need to do that. There were so many um, barriers that I built up and rules that I built up in my head because of my lack of education, for one thing, on issues HIV or STDs. I didn't necessarily have a sense of belonging in my own community. Um, I didn't really have examples of of older gay men that um, that I attached to or were close with that I could speak to. So I think just dispelling the notion that there's a way to do it, there's a time to do it, is is what advice I wish that I was given. Um, that's why it's so important for more people to to talk about their stories and just to show that there's a lot of layers, there's a lot of complexity, and no story is similar.
0: Yeah, and coming out isn't like a one-time experience.
1: No, in you fact... You can do it one time on no. YouTube and then the whole world. Yeah, and I just recently talked about this, but I, in my experience, coming out for the first time, and which was to my mother and my father, I didn't realize this at the time, but that was probably... That was the easier of... That was the easier part of the journey. That What followed stepping into the truth, living your life authentically, moving into dating and exploring that life, all of that was so much scarier for me personally, which I know is, is not everyone's story. But, you know, saying the words casually, I'm gay, yeah. whether you're out at a bar, you met someone, I, you know, when I went back to college, introducing myself as a gay man, that was so hard because yeah. it felt the reality was I was just had to peel back the layers of shame that I had built up my whole life so to just casually say the words i'm gay that was tough that was a lot harder than telling my mom i was gay for instance and again that's just my personal experience but that was surprising to me i i i still remember that fear and that that wildly oppressive um anxiety that felt like okay now i have to wake up the next morning was so hard you know i have to wake up now and live my truth and how do i do that who do i talk to how do i talk about it how do I act? All those things were, were just a complete work in progress.
0: And so how did you get from peeling back those layers of shame to now being in a committed married relationship <laughs> yeah. and, you know, being the head of, of brand for a, a company like Chappie? Uh,
1: so it, it was a process for sure um, that, you know, I think it's still a process. I mean, obviously, I'm a very confident, secure man that's married. And so um, I've been able to, to peel those layers back successfully. Um But for me, it was meeting a group of friends and, you know, also talking to my family, but really meeting a group of friends that I felt supported by, I felt that I could just share my truth with and that there was no, you know, my gayness was not the first topic of conversation. It was, you know, I'm a a person that is made up of a lot of different characteristics and being gay is one of them. You know, that's one part of me, but stepping into a, a group of friends that are like family that that liked me for who I was, that I was introduced to them as gay, um, that connection and that sense of belonging with my core group of friends, that changed my life. Um,
0: and did that core group involve a lot of other gay men or just like a collection at of the people start, that you were really yeah, close with? At the with?
1: start, it didn't. You know, I, didn't, I did not know a lot of gay men. You know, when I moved... I went to Chicago for my first year of college, um, really to come out subconsciously. Now, I think it was just to get away from home and and reintroduce myself. Uh, After my first year, I transferred to New York, which I always knew, you know, I wanted to be in New York City. Um, When I first moved there, I didn't have I didn't have any friends, period. But I I, I specifically didn't have any gay friends. And it wasn't until and I I tell this story a lot, but it wasn't until I met my best friend Julian um, at work when I was 22 That I really understood that uh, what I was just speaking about, but the feeling of belonging and um, relating to someone. And he changed my life because it was the first time that I was able to see through someone else that living confidently and in a secure way and being proud of who you are was exactly how I could live. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was transformative. It was really, um, and he's still my best friend today, and I don't think he quite understands how powerful that can be just to see yourself in someone and live next to someone in conjunction with someone that is you know a bit more at the time was probably a bit more of a head of the game um and he was just so gentle and gracious about it so that for me changed my life um and that's why we launched friend mode this past year the impetus and and the real driving force behind that was exactly that it was you know Dating can often come along with a lot of pressures. Um, And when you're first coming out, at least for me and a lot of uh, gay men, I know the jump for coming out to then to date that comes along with pressures that you are not ready for that. I had no desire to deal with. And so establishing a friend mode to feel that same sense of belonging to, to take that journey and to explore who you are and, and your group of friends and how you want to live your life. That can be the first stop for a lot of people. And so, Just by having a digital space, if I had that when I was 18 coming out, it would have changed my life. Yeah. You know?
0: And now we do. And now we have so many shows. We have so many people on on camera, on television that are, you know, being that representation and that example for people. Absolutely. What's your favorite emoji?
1: Oh, uh, my favorite emoji. Okay. I do the eye roll a mm. lot let me actually see if i'm gonna look at eye my phone mode. right yeah. now look at yeah. your most recent yeah. most used and <laughs> is gonna used. be embarrassing Eggplant. it's the eye roll okay well oh no look the heart is my okay. most used he's seeing it right here the, heart's the heart the heart um the hands over the eyes mm. is i you know what i've started to use is the um duck coming out of the shell i don't know why i just think oh it's so i funny. didn't know
0: it. i didn't know that was a, an emoji yeah, yeah
1: yeah it's so cute
0: is that that's I'm actually really like a chicken. I am
1: relieved and very happy that the heart is right there. (laughs) I always thought I was going to be embarrassed. Look at that.
0: Okay. So the heart emoji Mm -hmm. or what was the other one you said that your favorite was? The eye roll. The eye roll. Okay. And I use that on a daily. Okay, so Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this right now, leave a review with the heart emoji (laughs) and the eye roll emoji to let me know that you loved Sam and that you're probably going to be downloading Chappie this weekend and having some fun. Mm -hmm. Sam, where can people go to keep up with you and keep up with Chappie? So you can download
1: Chappie on the App Store or Google Play. um, That is the way to to get the app on your phone and start using it day to day. Um, You can follow us on our social channels uh, for the latest and greatest of what we're doing and, and all that we're about. I love it. Yeah.
0: All right, guys. If you're ready to make some friends, to make some love, or to make a connection this week, and you can download Chappie now and keep up with Sam at Sam G. Dumas on Instagram. Is that right? Yes, it is. Do you have any other social platforms you want to pimp out? That is the number one social app to pimp out for me. Sam mm-hmm. G. Dumas on Instagram. There you go. Follow Sam on the Instagram. Don't forget to follow us at nofilterwithzac on Instagram and keep up with me at justplainzac on all of the social meds. And if you haven't done so already, go and stock up on your merch at justplainzac.com slash shop. And until next time, I'm going to go find me a husband. I'm happy <laughs> right now. Yes. Okay, bye. <laughs> We'll be